gospel that is the power of God unto salvation. That the wrath of God must be poured out upon sin. That God's righteousness has to be satisfied. But the gospel, scandal, that it wasn't you. It was the spotless, sinless Lamb of God who died in your place. That's the gospel. When Jesus, the Lamb of God, dies, sins are taken away and wrath is removed. He is the propitiation for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. sinless Lamb of God who died in your place. That's the gospel. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Believing Theologist Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Smith, and here to proclaim the gospel and spread sound doctrine to the furthest reaches of the great state of Michigan. Some of you are watching this, and I know what you're thinking. Who is this guy, and why do we need another one? Well, podcast speaking about theology, that is. So glad you asked. This started as I saw many out there that are professing believers that don't really seem to have a grasp on some of the basics of the Christian faith. Now, bear in mind, I'm not in no way inciting anyone or saying anyone specific, hey, you, you got it wrong. I'm not trying to do that at all. That's not my purpose here. I'm just speaking in a general sense. I've seen a lot of things out there that, I think a lot of things that make you say, huh, that's weird. wonder what the Bible says about that. No. And that's kind of where I'm coming from with this. Uh, if I, so if you've already turned off by this and you're like yeah I don't want to listen to this guy anymore because he sounds like a crazy person and by all means if not keep listening and let's see where we go and how he thinks now this first episode however I did a live thing a while back that was unscripted and a really really stuttery not sure what I was talking about. Type live feed saying announcing that I was going to be uh, doing this podcast. I didn't have a title at that point. But what I really am looking to do, at least today, talk about you know, kind of where I came from, my testimony, why I'm doing this. Because I think in the long run, I w- what I want, I want to be a blessing to the church. Uh, the church of Jesus Christ as a, as a whole. Uh, to my brothers and sisters out there, uh, to anyone who might be seeking or wondering, and to anybody else who just wants to tune in and see what I'm rambling about. And as I said, most of this is going to be, well, uh, let me just get right into what I've written down because that's going to be easiest for me to do. Uh, While I'm not a trained theologian from the finest seminaries in the nation, I wish I was, but I'm not. So here we are. I hope that w- at least one layman can pass on what he has learned to anyone who wants to be tune in. As Proverbs twenty seven seventeen states, iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. 
this way, it is my prayer that we can be sharpened together. So as you listen and interact and as I talk behind my microphone, I hope that we can interact with one another. Have a con- have a conversation. Hey, eventually, maybe you're listening. You say, hey, I want to come on and show give this guy a piece of my mind. Well, keep your mind in your brain and we'll talk about things, obviously. Um, but if anybody ever wants to uh, no, leave leave uh, leave a question in the comments. Uh, message me on Facebook at Believing Theologist, and we can start a conversation. And hopefully, we can have a production productive conversation. Now, the purpose of the show is first and foremost to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. That is my first and first goal. As we continue through future episodes, we'll center on the scripture. At least that is my plan. That's that my plan and hope to do things. Now, bear in mind, I do have a full-time job, so unfortunately, not everything's going to be uh, an Atami manner. No, because this takes a lot of work and a lot of prep. Anyway, um, some episodes uh, may be topical. Others will focus on a specific passage of Scripture. And yet others will focus on some history from the early church, specifically creeds and confessions. And some future episodes may even be polemical as well. Now, let me pause for a minute, because you're going to hear that polemical. Polemical! Nobody wants to do polemics. That's bad. No, polemics, all it is, in a theological sense, taking what people say in the, na- in the name and the wor- name of God, comparing it to the word of God. And that's it. That's pretty simple at that point. Uh, now, with now, with that, with that being said, with everything that I say on this on this program, everything that you hear, any scripture I present, go back and compare everything I say to the scriptures. Don't just take my word for it. There's so many of us out there that want to focus on a specific leader. Oh, Pastor So and So from such and such a place. He's a great guy. I listen to nothing but his stuff all the time because he's so great. Well, I don't listen to him because he does this. I listen to this other guy over here. Then you got this third. Well, I listen to other podcasts that aren't Christian because, well, I'm a Christian, but I just don't want to listen to them. Okay, we get all that. To roughly paraphrase Paul, quit arguing about who you follow. Some say, I follow Apollos. Some say, I follow Paul. Some say, I follow Barnabas. Stop it. This is the Matthew Smith paraphrase, by the way. Stop it. Follow me as I follow Christ. Plain and simple. Now, as uh, now, one of my hopes is that, and also in that, one of my hopes is that you would this would spur you on to further study yourself. Pick up the script. Pick up the scriptures. Go flipping through uh, piles and piles of articles on uh, amazing websites like amazing websites like Carm.com. I believe it's dot com. Um, as Timothy two fifteen states, do your best to present yourself to God as one approved. A worker has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of truth. Now, to give you a little bit of history, I'd like to share my testimony. I'm gonna do the best I can on this. I'm gonna do my best not to name do my best not to name specific names and whatnot, because that's not really the purpose of this particular show, or this episode anyway, and I don't want to, what's the word, um, cause folks 
any sort of trouble saying, hey, you're you're spilling our garbage everywhere. I'm, that is not what I want to do. So with that, when I was young, I remember my parents taking us to church every now and again. Mostly we attended my great-uncle Herb's church in Shaftesburg. In elementary school, my parents sent me and my younger sister to uh, Christian Kids Camp in Rives Junction, Youth Haven Ranch. It was a great place. Still is. It was here that I received much of my full introduction into Christianity. After attending for several years, I became a volunteer leader in training, what they called a leader in training. Uh, I was more or less a teenager that would kind of aid in little extra chores around the camp, um, aid the kids' team leads, and getting things done, and so on and so forth with campers. And, li- and I uh, joined paid staff as an advanced leader in training for one summer. Now, um, in the midst of all this, while we were not attending church as a family very often, I was invited to an Acquire the Fire event in Lansing by a neighbor. This is, uh, I was well in the middle school at this point. After this trip, I attended the youth group that the, the neighbor also attended. At the same time, my sister and other siblings were attending at a Salvation Army in the area. I did at times every now and again. Once in a while, my family would drive out to a Lansing megachurch. As time progressed, said megachurch planted a local church in our town that is the denomination I stayed with for the next 18 and 19 years. And putting it that way, I feel really old. Hey. Throughout all this time in different churches, I would learn some theology, memorize a few Bible verses here and there, while not really understanding much about what I was being taught. For the last few years, my wife and I had left, left the Assemblies of God denomination Reasons initially were due to abuses that we witnessed and experienced ourselves, or to put it more succinctly, irreconcilable differences. Now, if I slow down, I can enunciate words better. Now, I understand that some of you would want to stop me and ask a million questions, and some of you are like, dude, I don't care. Get to the Bible stuff already. We'll get there, we'll get there, but I want to lay this. Uh, foundation or history, just so you have, so you listening, you have, listening or watching, have an idea of kind of where I'm coming from, what I'm, what what my intended purposes are. Now, there is one question that I will, I will answer that you may have. Well, what about your conversion experience, your coming to Jesus moment? My conversion experience was uneventful. I remember asking Jesus into my heart, but not much beyond that. And as I grew and learned, I became more and more aware that asking Jesus in my heart was not te- is not technically a biblical uh, statement or principle. But what I learned in recent years is that the biblical way, when one comes to faith, is re- is responding to God in repentance of our sins and faith. That being said, looking back at least 20 years, I do believe, I don't, excuse me, I do not believe I was a false convert, but a very immature believer. For years ago, I found that I had little understanding of theology, which led to some heretical beliefs and massive misunderstandings of the scripture. This set me on a journey of finding the truth. I learned how to better read the scripture for what it says. Found out many found many sound teachers to learn from, 
reading a book or two along the way. And though it is, um, excuse me, it is through all of this I find a desire to share this with others in the coming months. It's not my intention to make mountains out of a molehill or to harp on secondary tertiary issues or non-salvific issues, but to help others like myself understand better the biblical historical Christian faith as founded by the Son of God himself, Jesus Christ. Now, that's just my uh, testimony in a nutshell. In the long run, I don't know how long a lot of these episodes are going to be. Some might be 25 minutes. Hopefully none will go two hours because I don't think I can talk that long. And those of you who know me saying, please don't talk that long. Please don't let God, don't let him talk that long. That was a funny, you may laugh now. Ha, ha, ha. I apologize. But um, but anyway, I want to lay that. That's kind of where I'm coming from. I want, I'm doing this as a way to kind of share what I have already learned. To show people my heart and learning. And those of you out there that may be watching that are professing believers in Michigan, that's who I'm talking to. That's who I want to talk to you. Let's get back to the scriptures. Get back to what the gospel said, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Come back. To the, and submitting to the working of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Understanding what it is that God has called us to do. Understanding the Great Commission. And in this, this is just one part. For most of us, it's just things we got to do, things we do while we're at home, while we're at work. Uh, we're at the grocery store. And talking to a camera is really difficult, but I'm trying. If it looks like I'm darting over the place, I apologize. <sighs> so anyway, with that, if any of you have any questions or comments, uh, look up Believing Theologist on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, or Google Play, or follow me on Twitter at Believing Theo. I look forward to hearing from you, and I hope you'll stick around for a few episodes or more. God bless everybody. This has been an episode of Believing Theologists, proclaiming the gospel and sound doctrine to the furthest reaches of the great state of Michigan. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.